Hello and welcome to Life Changes You. I'm Daniel. And over the last 10 weeks, we've been looking at the 10 keys of happiness. And uh, we are talking from our home studios. So you might find that there's a bit of funny sound, although not as bad as a few weeks ago when I recorded it on my ear pods. So anyway, I have with me again, and she's not the chief, she's Katie Dibb, principal psychologist of Elysium Psychology. So hello, Katie, how are you? Hi, Dan. I'm good, thanks. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. So it's been a long road, 10 weeks, hasn't it? Long, happy road. But it's been really good. It's uh, We're getting feedback about the 10 keys and some people are happy about doing them. Some people are worried that they're forgetting them, but that's okay. There's only 10 keys and you've got all the time in the world from now on to get them into your life. Yeah, and we certainly don't want people to feel like it's they're not uh, doing well if they don't do them all or if they forget some. Or And I think it's just, you know, these are ideas. They're not necessarily a prescription. Um, so we know that these actions improve people's state of mind. So, look, why don't we go over them and maybe you give me a few examples of each one so that the listeners can have an idea of or an overview of what they, what they could be doing. Yep, no problem, Dan. Happy to. Okay, so key number one was about giving, so doing things for others, caring about others and their happiness. So what what would you give as an example for that? So it might be that people think about, I don't know, doing a a small act of kindness or helping out a friend. It might be, you know, dropping off a home-cooked meal or, you know, the other day a friend of mine dropped off a little um, snack uh, sized chocolate with with a little card that just sort of said, thinking of you. And I found that in my letterbox, which was just really sweet. You know, I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, it's just a little kind gesture to let me know that I'm being considered. You know, and then there's other actions where it might be helping somebody to uh, move house or, um, you know, garden or something like that. So the idea is, is giving of ourselves to others we know improves our state of mind and our happiness. So it was just one of those little fun size bars. Yeah, it was. It was actually a fun-sized chocolate bar and a cup of tea and a little um, tea bag. Um, so basically, also a tea bag, not a cup of tea <laughs> in a little box. It was a lovely tea bag of um, some beautiful green tea, herbal tea, and a little fun-sized chocolate with a very small card that just said, um, you know, uh, thinking of you at this time or something. Oh, nice. It was super sweet, very unexpected and really brought joy to my day. And ah. I'm sure it brought joy to hers too. So key number two was about relating how we connect with people. This is about just looking for opportunities to increase the connection with those around you. So an example might be, you know, taking an extra effort to connect to your partner. You know, it might be thinking about things that they're interested in and uh, pursuing that with them. I think you've talked about this topic many times, Dan, in regards to listening, you know, giving people the opportunity just to be really heard. Yeah, anything that kind of increases that intimate connection with somebody else falls under this topic of relating. Yeah. And number three key is exercising, taking care of your body. And, you know, this is something I need to work on a bit more. I need to do a bit more walking and stuff like that. Exercising is obviously the word that's used, but it's not just about exercise. It's really about just focusing on your body. So one of the things that we know about 
Australians, Americans, most Western cultures is that we actually don't get enough sleep. So I would, I would encourage people to focus on making sure they get enough good quality sleep and at the right time of day, just as an example of how sort of exercising and taking care of your body um, are all really important to wellbeing. So would you suggest like having a siesta in the afternoon? Uh, naps aren't always particularly helpful because they can right. deal with your circadian rhythm. So yep. making sure that you're giving yourself the best opportunity for some good quality sleep at night time would be ideal. So turning off your iPad or iPhone a bit earlier before you go to sleep so that you don't get that yeah, blue light in your eyes? That's right. Yep, exactly. So key number four is awareness. Live life mindfully. I love this one because I love living life mindfully. You know, I love being out in the in nature and listening to everything around me and just experiencing that moment. So what are some other yeah. things people could do? Yeah, so, you know, just the practice of mindfulness, um, whether that's guided meditations or whether that's deep breathing exercises or mindful eating. But I think, you know, in Australia we're coming into spring, so it's always beautiful to get outside. Fabulous. And just think about your senses, thinking about, you know, what can I see, smell, taste, touch and hear. And that can be really awesome when you're um, lying in a, in a park or walking through an area um, because, you know, things like wattle are starting to come out and all the cherry blossoms are starting to come out. Yeah. Yeah. So just paying attention to that, that that's around you, you know, using your senses to connect um, to your environment. And was awareness, was that what we were talking about when we were talking about eating the sultana? Yes, the mindful eating of a sultana. Yes, there yeah. is that online if people i don't know if anyone's watched it yet but if they have i'd love to hear some feedback so key five is trying out keep learning new things and i mean that's really important in the in the business i work in uh counseling and disability i mean we have a lot of different people with different disabilities and uh we're always trying new things with them to try and get them engaged in things that we're doing. And we've found the last couple of weeks, lots of things have come up that they want to try. Uh, and I guess it's because spring's coming as well. Mm, yeah. So any new activity, you know, there's a lot of, um, a lot of creativity about at the moment with obviously with the restrictions that we have, people having to be creative and trying different things. You know, anything that, that perhaps you haven't done before, um, it might be an art or craft activity, it might be an exercise or a class, reading a book, um, watching a different genre of film, um, all of these things are just ways of trying out something new, maybe trying new food, um, you know, all these things. Sultana. Yeah. <laughs> you never tried a sultana before, sure. Um, you know, but it's just anything that's going to pique your interest and, you um, you know, expose you to new things. And keep you engaged. Um, so key number six is direction. Have goals to look forward to. And this is really important. I mean, everywhere. Um, to be able to have something to work towards, it just keeps your whole mind not constantly occupied, but if you, if you plan something. Yeah. So, you know, I strongly encourage people to actually write down their dreams. I know it doesn't, um, it doesn't feel... Uh, sometimes it can feel a bit unusual to sort of sit down and actually write out uh, things that you you feel may not be attainable, yep. but it certainly does give your brain some sort of direction as to where you're heading. So uh, that, that would be, a, I guess, an activity that people could do is actually to write down their dreams or write down their goals for the next five years, for example. Yeah, or even for six months, you know, so that they can just see that the small goals they can achieve and then, then maybe move on to five yearly ones. Absolutely. 
Okay, so key seven was resilience. Find ways to bounce back. Yeah, so we did talk a little bit about ways that we can sort of encourage resilience for ourselves. I think at this time I'd really, you know, promote for people to actually get help if they are struggling, you know. Resilience and developing resilience isn't a solo activity. So, you know, as a psychologist, lots of people come and see me when things aren't going so well for them. So I I really do encourage people to reach out for help if they are Um, and that doesn't necessarily negate the development of resilience if you are getting that extra support. No, and it's really good to encourage people, isn't it, because a lot of people don't think about it until they're encouraged. Exactly, Dan. Okay, so key number eight was emotions and look for what's good. Uh, We talk about this a lot when we do these podcasts about people focusing on the negative and it's good to actually look for what's good rather than dwell on what's negative, isn't it? Yeah, and look, this can be just a, a, a simple awareness task that you engage in where you might go into the community, for example, and you might be just doing your shopping and you might just notice kindness happening around you or, you know, people showing um, some sort of consideration for another Um, You might notice, uh, you know, you might be looking for the good in others in regards to the the courtesy that's shown to you. So, you know, you certainly can focus your brain to be aware of the positives uh, and set yourself a task to go looking for the good, looking for the positive in the community or even in your own family, um, in others. Good. And uh, so number nine, acceptance. Be comfortable with who you are. Um, Now, I was actually speaking to someone this morning and they said, I just listened to the Acceptance podcast. It was really good. It just highlighted a few things that I hadn't really thought about recently. Yeah, so people can head over to the Action for Happiness website and actually do a happiness check. Um, You know, it's just a way to sort of check in with yourself, check in with where you're at, uh, and, you know, it gives you that insight that you may require um, just to... I guess, be more aware of what's going on for you and be more mindful and accepting of where you're at. I think we talked in that podcast quite a bit about not necessarily judging when we're um, not doing so well, you know, and just uh, accepting where we're at and that's okay. Yeah. Number 10 was meaning, being part of something bigger. Yeah. Look, this is this is where, you know, I do strongly encourage people to head over. A lot of the stuff that we've talked about over the last 10 weeks, Dan, have come from the work of Vanessa King with 10 Keys to Happier Living. And yep. the Action for Happiness is really, it, it's a movement. It's a movement that people can actually get behind. And, that, and it does give them the meaning that they may be striving so that it might be that they make a decision to take the Action for Happiness pledge, which is, you know, committing a period of time. It might be a 10-day or 30-day pledge to engage in deliberate acts to improve happiness. There's a calendar on the website that you can work through every day with a different suggestions yeah. on how you may um, increase your experience of happiness or participate in these different uh, actions so there's actually a lot of stuff on that website isn't there that's really handy to keep you motivated and keep you going i mean we've just discussed this even though it's been over 10 weeks it's still been very brief compared to the the suggestions they've got on their website and the planner and stuff like that which would really help you a lot yeah yeah definitely so the website is is you know i mean we've just covered this briefly as an introduction to the process Um, and it would also be good to buy her book 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if people, you know, different people like to learn differently. So some people may actually want the book so that they can refer to that. So certainly the um, details of her book are on the website as well. But it's 10 Keys to Happier Living by Vanessa King. Perfect. Well, I think we've covered everything over these 10 or 11 weeks. I think it's been really, really good. Uh, Lots of stuff to take on board, lots of things to think about. I guess our listeners would really, really have taken a lot from that but I would encourage them to go back and listen to any that they might have missed or that they feel they need to go over again because uh, we can't do enough encouragement to keep people more happy, can we? I agree, Dan. All right. Well, thank you, Katie. Um, So what have have we got coming up over, well, I I guess in the next few months we're doing a few more conversations. Um, I look forward to it. That will be really good and uh, quite a few new topics that are coming up. So thank you, Katie, for being part of the 10 Keys to Happier Living. My pleasure, Dan. Thank you. And I'll speak to you again soon. Bye. Bye. So if you would like to contact me, you can contact me at lifechangesyou.com.au, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Until next time, enjoy all that life has to offer. Look after each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.